I'm Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can subscribe at iTunes for free, Heidi Harris Show. You can also find them uh, at uh, my website, HeidiHarris.com. And you can join me for my free radio broadcast, where, of course, the podcast is free, but also I do a live radio show weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. on AM 670 KMZQ in Las Vegas. If you forget all of that, just go to HeidiHarris.com where all the information is there. I want to talk for a second about what I think is becoming the new religion very quickly here in America. I know there are folks like my friend Frank Turek, the great apologist who considers sex to be the new religion in America. I think he's probably right about that. But I also think minimalism is becoming the new religion in America because people are now thinking that if you just become a minimalist, you'll be happy. I've got a book right here on my shelf, as a matter of fact. Clear the clutter, find happiness. And I've been watching all these videos on YouTube and things like that from minimalists. And many of them are Christians, so I'm not saying that they are replacing minimalism with God. Certainly not. And I've always been pretty careful about what I do. I don't waste things. I don't throw something out if it can be repaired. I'm just that kind of person. I just don't like waste. And even when I was younger, I didn't have a lot of money necessarily. I would always take good care of my clothes and things like that because I'm just not somebody to toss something at the first problem. And so when it comes to work, because I'm in radio, I get a lot of my clothes at thrift stores because all I have to wear is yoga pants and something that covers my butt, and that's good for me. I mean, I have nicer clothes to wear to certain events and whatnot, but in general, every single day, it's radio sloppy, my friends, and why should I spend a lot of money on that? There's no reason. So... I've been a thrift store shopper for many years. My mom and I love to do that. I just enjoy it by myself, and it's a lot of fun. So I've had too much stuff over the years, like a lot of people have, and I've been watching these minimalism videos, and it's been very encouraging to me to get rid of a lot of stuff. I've been giving things to friends, you know, targeting certain pieces of clothing that I think might fit certain people or might be their certain personality. Uh, and so I'm trying to give things to friends first. If that doesn't, uh, I get no takers, then I will go ahead and donate it to charity or something like that. I'm not somebody who's going to sit online for $5 and spend money and time trying to put something on eBay. Not going to happen. I just recently got rid of about 75 albums that I've been carrying around for years that were my dad's. A lot of old jazzed albums and that kind of stuff. Nothing's wrong with that, but I just didn't listen to them. And nowadays, if you want to hear Clifford Brown or something, you can just, you know, find it on I don't know, iTunes or whatever else. I guess iTunes is going away, but you get my point. You can find it if you want to. So I didn't see the need to have half a cabinet full of records of my father's that I never played. So I took them to a used record store, and I got like, you know, a buck a piece for them, which is not a lot of money. And before you start screaming, oh, my gosh, I can't believe No, no. Some of them might be worth $7. Some of them might be worth, I don't know, 20 bucks. It depends. See, my mother owned a used bookstore for years, so I understand how this goes. For example, my mother might buy a book for $5 from somebody, and it might never sell. She might buy a book from somebody else for, you know, a dollar and sell it for $100 the next day. There's just no way to know. Now, most bookstore owners or store owners in general know who their customers are. So whether it's a resale shop or whatever it might be, they know who their customers are. For example, a couple of years ago, I took some dresses over to a resale shop, and they were pretty nice dresses. They were evening, you know, entertaining dresses that I used to wear when I was a singer. Well, they kind of didn't want them because I maybe their customers are bigger than I am. I don't know what the situation was. They know their customer, and they know whether or not they're going to sell this thing, and they know whether or not it's worth keeping on a shelf, just like you decide 
on a personal basis, is it worth keeping these things in my closet that I'll probably never wear again, or I can't fit in again, or whatever it might be? You decide. They decide the same thing. So I wasn't worried about this guy giving me, you know, a buck a piece for albums or something. I'm not going to sit on eBay, like I said, and spend an hour, and it takes me forever to post something. I'm not doing it for a $7 record. Not going to happen. Not a good use of my time. So you have to decide on these kinds of things too, right? But I'm wondering if a lot of these people who are minimalists and are convinced that it makes you happier, really? Are they not looking to God for their happiness? I mean, it's a little odd. Getting rid of stuff makes me feel uh, a little bit freer because when you're moving stuff around and you're tied to a storage unit, which we are not, we do not have a storage unit. And by the way, our cars are in our garage. We don't have a garage full of crap. But the thing is that it makes you feel, I don't know, nicer when you walk in the house and it's not full of clutter. Recently, I got rid of two pretty big pieces of furniture by consolidating some things because I've been getting rid of a lot of stuff. It was nice. It was great to stuff that stuff out onto the curb and one neighbor took one piece of it. The other wasn't even worth being <laughs> taken, but it felt good to get it out of the house. I didn't need those pieces of furniture and they were full of stuff that I didn't need and I had consolidated from other pieces of furniture. Done. Gone. It's nice. It's freeing, but it doesn't make me happy. That's the thing. And now it gives you more time in your life and that kind of thing. And I know that there are a lot of minimalists, like I said, who are people of faith and talk about time with family versus time sorting stuff. I get that. I totally understand that. If you spend your weekend sorting your crap instead of getting out and hiking or having some fun with your family or something like that, yeah, that's a problem because you've just lost valuable time in your life just for stuff that you're trying to wade through. So yeah, you should get rid of it. And there's no way you can clean out a room without actually getting rid of stuff. For example, and my husband has an office full of stuff that it's just driving me crazy not to be able to get in there and organize. It's making me nuts. It's really making me nuts. But my marriage is on the line if I do it. And I won't do it without him. I have too much respect for him. I would never do that. But he won't even let me help him because it stresses him out. And it makes me crazy because I want to get in there and help. And I happen to be good at organizing and he won't let me. But the bottom line is, I don't care who you are, you can't organize if you can't get rid of stuff. Stuff has to leave. You can't be moving it around. Now, you can move it around to a certain extent and make it a little bit neater or consolidated. But you have to get rid of stuff. So one of the things that I've started doing is I just keep an empty cardboard box in my house at all times. And I get them from work, you know, the boxes that the copy paper comes in or whatnot, or someplace else. And I get a box and I keep it in my house all the time. Keep it in the bedroom, keep it in the hallway, somewhere. And I just put stuff in it as I go through my day. For example... Uh, as I got rid of my father's albums, I actually started listening to my own albums again. And I started going through those and went, eh, I don't care if I ever hear this again. So I started putting those in the box. And I go through my closet and I pull out a shirt and I go, no, this does nothing for me. Never did. Throw that in the box. So as I go, it's easier than making it a big deal. I need to clean out my closet. Just as you go through your normal life, you'd be amazed how much stuff you can get rid of just if you have something handy, a box or whatever, to put it in. I've got bookshelves and I found the other day, I found uh, two copies of the same book. I had no idea I'd do copies of the same book. And so I, because I've been moving my books around and I want to put some new bookshelves in and they're not really organized according to category because we moved not too long ago and it's a big mess. But as I go through them, I start to look and I start to say, you know what? I don't need this book. Here's something else though. As you get older, and I'm, I guess I'm technically middle age, as you get older, you start to look at how much time do I have left on the earth realistically. And how many projects do I have left in me? My husband is a car guy. 
and he certainly sees this through the car perspective. Like, I want to redo that car, but really, how much time am I going to have? How many weekends am I going to have left in my life to actually do this, right? And so when I look at my bookshelf, and I look at all the books I have, and I have a lot of them, really good books. And my husband, when we got married, he had a lot of books. His grandmother was a librarian for years, and reading's always been a big part of both of our families. So got a lot of great books, a lot of classics and things like that. And I think to myself, all right, yes, but do I want to spend, you know, four or five hours, and I can fly through a book pretty quickly. Do I want to read this book, or would I rather read my Bible for that period of time, right? You have to look at things as you get older, because you don't know how much time you have left. I don't care if you're 30, right? But certainly if you're 50 or 60 or 70 or whatever, you don't know how much time you have left. And are you going to have time to read all those books that you have acquired or accumulated, as it were. And I've gotten rid of a lot of books, you know, biographies, for example, that I'm not going to go back and read again. I just get rid of the biographies. I like them, I read them very quickly, and then I get rid of them. But you have to look at the whole picture. Is it worth you keeping those things on your shelf when realistically you're probably not going to read the works of Shakespeare? If you've not read them at this point in your life, you're probably not going to read them, that kind of thing. How many books do you need on the Civil War? I must have at least 50. Probably, at least. Do I get through them all? No. Have I read some of them? Yes. But how many more do I need? And I didn't buy a lot of them. Some I inherited and some I you know, got at thrift stores or used bookstores or whatnot. How many do you need, for heaven's sake? How many can you get through in what's left of your life? That's what you have to look at. But back to my point about minimalism bringing you happiness, it doesn't make you happy to acquire things. That's not where you get happiness. Nor does it make you happy to get rid of things. It may make your life easier. It may make your life less cluttered, more organized. Uh, and, you know, obviously you can focus on what you have left if you can actually find what you have. To my thinking, if you have something and you don't know where it is, you may as well not have it. When somebody says, well, I've got one of those somewhere, uh-uh, eh, eh, get rid of it. You have no business having it because it does you no good if you can't locate it in an emergency or in a situation. I've got that dress, but, eh, I've got that tool, but, Eh, no, might as well get rid of it, seriously. But it doesn't make you happy to get rid of things. It may make your life a little bit more organized, a little less cluttered. You may spend less time on things, so to speak. But if that's where you're getting your happiness, I would argue and say, no, 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 no. You get your happiness and your contentment from your relationship with God, not your relationship with stuff, whether the things are coming in or going out. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to join me weekday mornings, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on my live radio show on AM 670 KMZQ in Las Vegas. You can listen live. There's a link at HeidiHarris.com where you can just click on the link. If you don't live in town, you can hear it. And, of course, you can hear it in town on a radio, obviously. And check out HeidiHarris.com for other stuff like my uh, Facebook page and all that kind of thing. And where I archive these podcasts, I also put blog posts up, that kind of thing. HeidiHarris.com. And there are links to get both of my books. The first one is Cocktail Waitress Wisdom. A lot of common sense there. The second one is called Don't Pat Me on the Head. They're both great. They're both well-received. You can get links to those books at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.